Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, and so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. The ultimate Cleveland sports show. Booyah. And here we are. It's a Monday. It's a miserable, I mean, just a miserable weekend in terms of sports. Everybody's depressed today. Everybody's sour and somber. Nobody's going to smile on their face. I've had the runs for 24 hours. Oh, my been, God. It's been a mess. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you. What's wrong with you? I've had blood in the urine and oh runs for 24 God. hours. Oh it's been God. a rough stretch. Let me tell you that. I'm not your doctor. That's all right. I'm sharing with the fans. Oh. I keep it real. You're oversharing. That's why I'm the realest man in all of Cleveland yeah, sports. I'm real, not a phony. Real. I don't pretend I root for the Browns when I'm really a Dolphins fan. All right, lot to get I to. I a Bengals fan. Ooh. Hey. Shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> we are not even one minute into today's show, and the ultimate shot in Cleveland Man. sports media has oh been fired. Oh, my God, I'm just kidding. No, I'm not. All right, here we go. Lot to get to today. The Cavs are trash. Is there any other way to dispute that? We'll get to that in a few minutes. Donovan Mitchell's playing like uh, nothing, like he's me out on the floor. He's horrible. He's embarrassed himself the last two games. We'll get to the Guardians. They had an awful weekend. They were terrible. They're playing crappy baseball. Well, Logan Allen gave us some hope there. From what's been a crappy pitching staff. Time to get rid of Plesak. He sucks. Uh, what else? The, the Browns. Well, you're going in on everybody I'm today. going in on everybody. Everybody, you're going in on them. Jeez. That's what happens when you go through that? what I've been through. Uh, the Browns, we'll get, you got some draft stuff coming up. We got uh, an owner of the Sixers who went on Barstool with the guy with the, the dark glasses. And uh, he, the, the Sixers guy was obnoxious, but he's right. But he's obnoxious and he's full of sh- crap shit, whatever you want to say. Uh, how was your weekend, guys? Everybody good? Mine you already heard about. There's bullet holes all over the yeah, studio Yeah, yeah, now. that's right. I went, Brad, to rest- have a nice I went to wrestling last night. Where was wrestling? Toledo. Really? Some house show in Toledo. I don't know anything about it. You I don't went care to some about house it. wrestling show in it, Toledo? It was my kids like it, so I drove to Toledo. To oh, take did you? Look at you. Wow. Yeah, we watched some wrestling last night. That's a good, that's good? A good wrestling. That's it, wrestling. I don't know. I don't I know. know. It's good or not. I haven't watched that in 25 Red, years. What about you? Anything exciting? A good weekend. I mean, I sit out here and I did a couple Cav games, and you know, I sat here and uh, think about where we're going here. You know, some of the stuff that we're going to get to today, but yeah. You know, and I, 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 I take in the rest of the world. I know the world is angry. The, Cle- the Clevelanders around the country are angry. Everybody's right? fired up. Right, they're angry, right? And we're going to discuss that today, why yeah. exactly they're angry. All right, we'll get to all of it. First, let's get to the bet, my bets of the day. Mikey's frustrated because I picked two games. He wants me to pick one, but I do whatever the hell I want. So here we go, two games. Bull is uncontrollable, just uh, letting un- you guys I'm know. out of control right He now. wants to come in, uh, you know, fire shots off the top. Today, just in case I have to race off to the bathroom. Uh, it's a little easier, okay. uh, and I'm just trying to make Jason uncomfortable. <laughs> Go ahead, Mikey. Before I do better the day, yeah. I do uh, want to tell you guys that uh, Bull it? texted us at about 8:30, and what he told you guys, yeah. he texted me and Steve Becker. Just I like, had I to know, warn you. I know I'm case. hosting. I'm feeling but better now, though, so it's hopefully I've I'll be all right. <laughs> I've had the runs for 24 hours. I yeah. may not make it through the whole show. Just be prepared <laughs> so, in case I. So me and have Jason to leave. might have to take over. Yeah, yeah you guys may have to take over. My feeling good. Last two hours. I, I just want to see Bull Army crawl under the camera. Yeah, I'm not doing no, that. No, he'll just walk up. He's I'm done it before. Right he just walked out. out. 
He'll come back and say it. The uh, I'm going to set the Bet Rivers line on. We'll yeah. have to take a crap during today's show. I'm not giving you a trash can today. you got to go to the nah, bathroom. Right, plus 110. Uh, yeah. Plus 110 plus on Bull having right. to get up. Yeah. And that can be found on Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Hey, Ohio, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is the place to be for every single game. Right now is the perfect time to join Bet Rivers Sportsbook because when you use promo code SPORTS, you'll get a free second chance bet up to $500. You heard that right. $500. Get in on all the action with weekly specials on your favorite sports like basketball and hockey to help you win big. Check them out at BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app today for the latest lines, odds, and boost. I was in Texas last week. Anthony did not keep up with the schedule, big did shocker. not keep up with the standings. I spent 20 minutes today going back through your two on bets fire. per day. I'm on fire you with You are on fire, picks. and you're 13-7 and seven overall in baseball going with two Ooh. baseball picks today, Bull. You want to make some money? Go with me on baseball. 13-7, and seven, Jason. Uh, you're, pretty you on, you're pretty That's good pretty on baseball. Good. 13-7. and seven. All right, I got two picks for I you today. That. By the way, my Bet Rivers podcast will be out today. I talk, obviously, about the Cavs uh, and the Guardians and a bizarre stat from hockey, too. And later this week, I'll have Brandon Stokely on my show Friday to recap day one of the draft, former NFL wide receiver. Braves uh, minus one and a half runs against the Marlins today. And then the Astros, very rarely an underdog, but they are today against the 17-3 Rays. That's an odd money line number, isn't it? I'm not huge into gambling, but like 132 seems kind of odd. And they always it's Bet crazy. Rivers doesn't have like they, they don't go plus 130, plus 120. They always have like a specific. It's cost, if you, yeah. What's really cool about the Bet Rivers uh, sports book, if you look at online, is that line is constantly changing. It's yeah. up to the minute and it's always adjusting. Yeah, so plus 132. Astros win today behind uh, Jose Urquidy and Urquidy. Uh, against Taj Bradley, the rookie who's going for the Rays, due for a, a bad start. They've been I mean, the Rays won their first thirteen, then they lost three of four. Now they've won five in a row again, or something like that. I don't know. I think they're eighteen and three. I think it's in seventy-three. Anyway, those are the the bets of the day, courtesy of Bet Rivers. Go ahead. Before we get into the Cavs, and yeah. trust me, we will spend plenty of time on the Cavs. I do yeah. want to tell you guys about my trip to Texas last week. Yeah, tell us real, right. real quick. So we were down in Texas. You sure, we, you want to tell us everything? I'm going to tell you a little bit. All right. And I, I'm going to tell you this because it made me appreciate what we do here even Good. more. And, and it's a compliment to everyone involved with this. So so, first of all, tell everybody why you went to Texas. Yeah, I went to Texas. We shot the uh, the pilot of the TV version. We call it the Ultimate Dallas Sports Show. We're taking what we do here in Cleveland, UCSS, and putting it into a 30-minute TV show. We shot three pilots. We shot a Cowboys pilot, a Mavericks pilot, and a Texas Rangers pilot while we were down there. Different panels. I actually met a couple guys who were going to come on our show. Did you meet C.J. Nikowski? I did not meet oh. TJ, but I met a CJ. Ty- CJ. CJ. I met Tyler Klutz, former fullback for the Browns, okay. who was awesome. Yeah. Him and DQ, I FaceTimed DQ when I was there. Yeah. And uh, those two were teammates, had some great stories. Devin Harris, 15 okay. year NBA yeah. pro, was part of yeah. this. Wisconsin. He's going to come on, talk a little playoffs yeah. in a little bit. Uh, it was really cool. Got to meet some cool people. But the one thing that we couldn't replicate in a TV format was the chemistry and the legitimate conversation format that we have here yeah and it was not the exact same thing it's a little it was more virtual but we came in on day one and if you go back to our first rehearsals jason i know you weren't with us at that point but bull and brad were remember that immediate chemistry we had yeah and even though you had just met jay and this is the first time brad had worked with g and g this is the first time g had been on a major production like this yeah there was that immediate chemistry where we had back and forth and you know we stepped on each other's toes a little bit we still do that's inevitable Mm -hmm. but it kind of clicked right away. Yep. And in the TV side of things, yeah. where you, you have certain cameras, mics aren't always hot, yeah. you're not in the same room, trying to uh, replicate that 
via a TV format and the way we shot it yeah. was way, way more difficult than I had anticipated. And I want to give the production guys back here, mainly Anthony Earl and Steve, and, and for this portion of it, mainly Steve. We live cut the show. We don't code anything. That is any camera cut you see, that is Steve doing what Steve does best and what he does better than 99.9999999% of people in the entire world. You can't yeah, do that in a Steve. straight TV setting. And director Steve makes what we do he here does. possible that just doesn't emulate across. So it was really cool yeah. in Texas. I can't wait to share with you guys what we did. It is not this, and I miss doing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we missed having you here, even though I was off two days as well. But, uh, <laughs> but we are appreciative of Steve. And, and Steve and I have talked a lot about oh, yeah. part of the reason we think this show is so successful is that everybody's on a team. It's not, you know, on-the-air guys are one group and behind-the-scenes guys are another. Everybody's part of the same team pulling together on this show, which I have no history in TV, but Steve, with tons of history in TV, TV tells me is unusual uh, in the television world. So that's obviously great. So glad you had a good time. Did you eat some good barbecue? Like, what did you do food-wise? I had some good barbecue and some really good Mexican food. Mexican some really, really good Mexican How food. How much fried food? Yeah, they fry everything in Texas. Yeah, you know, I... Fried I stick corn, to the barbecue fried, in Mexican. What, uh, fried whatever what you want, Jason. Chicken fried, fried Oreos, no, fried no, everything. Everything fried. Yeah, they do fry a lot. The everything. Texas State Fair, you got fried butter. If oh, you my God. Yeah, fried butter. butter. I forgot about the fried, fried butter. butter. That's my kind of place. I should be moving to Texas. <laughs> <for the fried. laughs> All right. Let's get into the Cavs, though, guys. Let's go. Just disappointing. We've been right, Brad, go ahead. No, 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 off. no, no. I'm going to listen. I'm going to come in to Okay. Jason, Jason, Jason you covers this stuff. You look angry. I'm angry. I, I, I'm disappointed. I'm not yeah. shocked that they fell flat Friday, that they were a little bit overwhelmed. I kind of expected that. The garden, Brad knows what that environment is like. A road team coming in, a young team coming in, playing in a postseason setting for the first time. But to come back Sunday with the effort that they gave Sunday, Donovan was awful all weekend. That, I think, is the most alarming of everything. I think yeah. we all thought – I mean, I came on and said, I thought Donovan was going to have a 40 ball at some point. You know, yeah. like he was really going to carry them, and you better win that game. Didn't happen. Darius, look, the moment was too big for him. He had a stretch there at the start of the third quarter where he really got it rolling, and I thought their pick-and-roll game really started cooking, and then it fell apart as quickly as it came. It went, uh, and, and yeah, I mean, now they're in a 3-1 hole. I have no faith they're going to win the series. I think, you know, they probably win at home right, Wednesday and, six. and get it back to New York and yeah. lose in six. Uh, but it's, it's a, lot of, a lot of weaknesses and a lot of holes. Some we knew about, some we didn't. Have been exposed in this series. What, what, what do you yeah. see? What, what weaknesses? What holes? Well, number one, they don't have enough shooting. I said that last week. Shooting, 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 shooting. They don't have enough shooting. They have no bench. They have no depth whatsoever. Yeah. I know we're going to get to the JB conversation, and I know a lot of people are angry at JB, and I haven't loved everything that he's done. But I'll just ask, well, who do you want him to play? Because they got like seven guys right now that you can play. So I don't know what he's supposed to spin, what magic yeah. he's supposed to spin out of seven rotational players in a, in a playoff series. And nobody's playing well. And, and There's not a single guy I could say is having a good series for the Cavs. Not, yeah. not a single guy. Yeah, I mean, guys have had good games. Yeah. But a Donovan good Mitchell's played one and a half good games. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Donovan's played two good games. games. Game one, he was great. Game two, he was good. He didn't score a ton, but he was playing a good game. He's been awful. He was awful in New York. That was embarrassing. Darius Garland was great in game two and was good in the second half. But they played, like, once the game was close, it seemed like they get so tight in these big spots. Nobody's making a shot. Donovan Mitchell, I mean, the Cavs must be shattering records for most bunnies missed in an NBA playoff series. They have missed so many easy shots. 
in this series. It's been crazy. Jared Allen, is he even playing? I mean, what is he doing? In the, in the two games in New York, what did he have, like eight rebounds in the two games? Mitchell Robinson is having his way with him. killed. Isaiah Hartenstein, didn't the Cavs cut him or something? Let him leave as a free agent. Yeah, I mean, that guy's killing him. He's a big body. And, and I, but, I Cavs, but, but Jared's a big body too. Yeah, What's but I, I wrote there? toward the end of the season, like it became really alarming. We know JB loves to play bigs. He was yeah. playing three really big guys last year. He loves bigs. He didn't have any bigs to play outside of Mobley and Allen. Right. Like Dean Wade has been. Su- and listen, I'm not putting this all on Dean Wade. This is this goes on Donovan and Darius and yeah. Jared. And it, but Dean has been such a disappointment for this team because they let Kevin go under the belief that Dean was a big who could shoot, who could rebound, who could really help them. And he's, they can't even get him on the floor nope. right now. It's yeah. just So they've just been let down one after another after another. And I'll tell you right now, there is no easy fix to this because they went – and for people who say, well, why didn't they make any moves at the deadline? Why didn't they make any moves at the deadline? They didn't have anything to trade. Right, because we saw Malik Monk has played great for Sacramento. Right. We saw um, – what's his name? For the Knicks. I just forgot his name. Josh Hart. Josh Hart has been great. But they, didn't, two, but they have nothing to trade. They, Kevin Love was untradeable. Yeah. Like, people screaming, why didn't you get something for Kevin? Because he's making $30 million. Like, there was no value. Yeah. There's value to him as a, as a buyout, you know, when, sure. when you have to pay him the minimum. But in terms of the contract, there was no value. There's no value for Karis LeVert. He's last year on, on his deal. There's There's – no tangible trade value there. Can't trade any they, first round they picks. literally have no first round picks to trade. Yeah. They took every asset that they had and handed it to Utah for Donovan. Now you mm-hmm. can argue whether or not you like that or not. I'm just telling you, they've got nothing left to trade. And the same is going to apply this summer. Like they mm-hmm. don't have any great movable pieces. So, you know, they've got mid-level exception. They've got some money in free agency, but there's not a great easy fix to the bench and the shooting woes that plague this team right now. Brad. Okay, so let me let me let me come in from the player perspective because Jason, I believe, is correct on a bunch of fronts. Uh, one, am I was I surprised this weekend? Absolutely. You know, I thought that you know we would get at least one good performance out of Donovan Mitchell this weekend. But I would just say that if I think back to my playing days, think about this team, Jason. This is really their first playoff experience. Mm-hmm. So I had to put myself and I had to step back away from my commentary side and say, let me think about when I was a player in my first experience. My first experience was playing my rookie year in the Boston Garden, playing the Celtics, Larry Bird, Kevin McHale, Robert Parrish, Ainge, DJ, tough, tough, right? And it was not a stellar playoff performance for me for, it was best out of five, three games. We got swept in three, right? Mm -hmm. And I remember uh, the last game we had a chance to go and then I'm in at the end of the game and Jordan I think is gonna take the last second shot to, to take the lead and then if at the last second I think I'm getting under the basket for uh, positioning he fires me the ball for the shot and I'm like I wasn't even expecting the ball I'm, right. my one foot is standing out of bounds no, I still so but you, you have to learn from that so when I look at Evan Mobley he yeah. is in that space he's yes. lost right yes. now right he's lost right now and that's to be expected because you can only get better when you sc- scrape your knee a couple times. Donovan Mitchell, uh, my, I believe he got consumed with the thing about going back to New York, playing in the garden in front of all those people because that hadn't been a Donovan Mitchell we had seen all year. Right? Yeah. So my thing I said yesterday on the air was this. You can come because my friends from New York called me. They said Cleveland lost to the bum Knicks. They lost to the bum Knicks. He said, look around. I said, let me tell you what's going on. Look at Julius Randle. Julius Randle sitting on the side. Did you see his face? 
he's going to cause turmoil tomorrow, right? He wasn't happy sitting over there. He said, the Knicks will let you back in. The Knicks did that in the third quarter. Let them right back in again. We refuse to take you because Darius would have been playing bad. He really has set the table for Donovan's close. Yep. He brought it back. Yep. Sets you up for a fourth quarter close. Here you go. Go earn your money. And Donovan wasn't Donovan. Nope. So, but I will tell you, I, I tell you this, the, the holes that Jason just talked about, I saw him coming a long time ago, right? Your three man slide, even though O'Cora played better, much better yesterday. He's a guy that comes off the bench. He's an energy guy. Just tell me, Jason, how well do you think the Cavaliers would have looked with Carmelo Anthony out there yesterday in the garden at the three? Well, I don't know what kind of shape Anthony's in. Cause no, no, forget, don't give me that. But no, you have to because that's the realistic <laughs> so, part. Is so he's let's, not in shape. let's assume you don't know what Anthony is in shape or not. Have you seen him? I've talked to people who said he's no, not have in you seen him. I'm asking, have you seen him? Have, no, and I'm not an NBA <laughs> scout, but the people I talk so to say I, he's not I, in shape. We're, we're talking in theory here, right? Carmelo Anthony he can it, shoot it. Can, Carmelo can Anthony, let's not shoot it. Carmelo Anthony in the garden, right? He, and, there wouldn't have been any nerves. There wouldn't have been any nerves in yeah, the garden, yeah, right? Yeah. And look, you, you look about here because you talked about not having any capital to make moves, right? Now you have to scour the sideline, see who's sitting out there. The Lakers brought in Tristan Thompson here, right? Now Jared Allen and them are getting housed under that basket, pushed under the goal. You need somebody to counteract that. Now Kevin could have been the guy, but Kevin didn't want to be here anymore. Well, but in fairness, he didn't want to be here because they stopped playing him. I think if they had Kevin wanted, playing Kevin him. wanted to play. Kevin did not want to leave. He, but he wanted right. to play. He's, he he's trying to get that's on, contract. That's on JB or the team. So he's you, trying to get so you contract. sit here and say so you're going to move yeah. Kevin, right? Yeah. Irrespective of what the circumstances are, right? You have a void because you had to know that Dean wasn't doing anything. Right. That was it. You know, even though Kevin Love is not the same player, obviously. So if you're going to make a move, but that was a mistake. If you're going to make a move, a you have to have something in your pocket. We yeah. have no money. So Jason knows the deal. You have no money. You got to go to the scrap and find a body. Not that Tristan Thompson will get in with the Lakers ever, but no, he hadn't played one minute. Right. Yeah. But I, I tell you what, the one thing he would have done for yesterday, he wouldn't, he would he would, he wouldn't have prayed to go in there and mix it up with Mitchell Robinson. That's true. He would not have. So now, you, but here's the thing, Brad, do too. Like, Jared Allen's played in the playoffs before. He's not a newbie to the playoffs. Obviously, Donovan Mitchell has played in a yeah. lot of playoff games, and he was horrendous the whole weekend. Yes, they, they're lacking experience, especially, you know, Garland, certainly Mobley, and I'm I, I'm not looking, like, long-term on him like this is an indictment of him, but to some degree, it is on Donovan Mitchell. Well, it's not like the Knicks have a ton of playoffs. No, because Donovan Mitchell was the closer. He did not play like a closer. No. I expect on Wednesday, Donovan Mitchell to be himself, right? You have to just think about this. Do you can you imagine what it was like for Donovan Mitchell to go back into the garden under all that pressure, right? I'll give you that for game three, but I don't buy that for game four. Let me tell you something, Jason. Game four, Donovan Mitchell was not hunting shots. He was not hunting anything, right? So that tells me you're not hunting. You're the hunter. Right. You're not looking for shots. You're yeah. not there. They kept looking for him to be there, and he was not there. And you know he made he missed some shots of decent shots yeah. with the mentality. See, it, and you know I, I heard somebody on we, we were on air yesterday after getting the trouble. Well, you know Donovan was getting double teamed. I don't care. Come on. I said when you're in the playoffs, you know you're gonna get double. You have to the lead dog has to go against the doubles. He know it's coming. Yeah. What we have to do now is simply this, right? Because I think the people in Cleveland, the people, the fans across the country, this is what they were mad at: the performance. You laid an egg. Mm -hmm. You had all of us looking bad. 
They played scared. Right. That's they what they scared. Yeah. That's what they were mad at. Where is Earl? Earl owes an apology for uh, his terrible take on Donovan Mitchell. A few weeks ago. <laughs> He's on a 30-second delay, so he'll hear that in a second. I mean, Earl, Donovan, I don't care about his 70-point game. <laughs> I don't care about anything he did in the playoffs. He was absolute trash in New York. He should be embarrassed. And he really should be. And, and I don't and, care if he plays well and, in game five because the series is no, over. No, it's not over. You think they can win three in a row? This is the Knicks we're playing. <laughs> Come on. But this is the Cavs. No, I no, mean, no. Well, this is the Knicks. I know the Knicks this are not, is not that good. This is not Boston. This is not the Lakers. I hear you. What I say is this. Right. Do I say it's a long shot? Absolutely yeah. a long shot. Of course. First yeah. step is, can you get back to New York? Now, if I'm Donovan Mitchell, my sole purpose is, I'm from New York. I'm not leaving New York looking like that. I have to get back to redeem myself. Even if I go down in the garden, I ain't going down like the last time I was there. So I will. it's going to tell you a lot about Donovan Mitchell on Wednesday. Because if he doesn't lead, because he has to lead the charge here. Yeah. I put it on both of them. I put it on Donovan and Darius. This, we, it became evident in October. The Cavs will go where they take them. And yeah. right now, they're taking them home. Right. They're taking them into the gutter. But this is just, I mean, Darius is a $190 million contract. This is just as much on Darius as it is on Donovan. That's fair. It's a guard-driven yeah. team. Yeah, I get that. And it's where, and it's, I tweeted before the second half, save all the analysis, save the fact Jarrett's played like crap. He's getting pushed on by Mitchell Robinson. They aren't yeah. rebounding. All of that is true. Right, right. I agree with all of it. Okay. The fact is, it's Darius and Donovan that have to bring them They're back. The well, well, Darius came back yesterday in the third because he and had been he comatose. Did. And he, he was did. comatose. Yeah. Darius and then he came great. out third quarter. Yep. And what he did was he did what the second lead dog is supposed to do: keep you in a position for a close. Now tell me, he did not set it for a close. Absolutely. If he would have got just a piece of a performance from Mitchell, a piece. Yeah. Yeah. They right? win that game. Right. They, they walk out of the garden, but he got. And it's not the fact that he wasn't making shots. He wasn't hunting shots. He wasn't looking to be the guy. Because, you know, sometimes you have to be the guy that say, if we go down, you're going to go down with me firing. Right, right, That's right. how we going down, yeah, no. right? He, he wasn't even that. No. So, Karen starts shooting. Jetty starts shooting some yeah. ball. And here, you can't, we can't even play Rubio. No. No. And, and that drives me nuts. Like, I, I'm not going to put too much of the blame on JB because I just don't think he has the personnel. But the fact he keeps going back to Rubio. We can't. I don't, I don't, I don't think. I mean, Isaac's made a couple shots. He slashed the basket a couple times. I think he's unplayable. Jetty Osmond is like a ninth man in a rotation. Isaac Okoro is like a ninth man, eighth, ninth man in a yeah. rotation. And you're asking these guys to carry fifth man, sixth man right. type loads. Right. It's, no, just, and, it's and just unreasonable. It's, it's the fact that the, the number one, two, three, and four players are not playing like a number one, two, three, well, and four here, players. Jetty Osmond and, and the Coral gave you 19 off the bench yesterday. The Knicks, I believe, only had six or seven points off the bench. So at least they did their part. They did. Right. We couldn't stop Josh Hart. We couldn't stop uh, Brunson. We couldn't stop R.J. Barrett. Do you know how bad they are on R.J. Barrett up in New York? R.J. Barrett, like. He had a monster game. I like R.J. Barrett. Barrett is the stereotypical role player who plays better at home than he does on the road. Barrett played like crap the two games in Cleveland. He did. And he played better in great New York. Go ahead, Mikey. What do you got? One advantage we thought as Cavaliers fans in a Cavalier city and show here thought we had going into this series was at least in the front court. When you looked at Mobley and Allen heading up against Mitchell Robinson and we'll even take Randall out, Robinson and Hartenstein, the two seven-footers on each side. We thought that advantage was heavily in Cleveland's factor. And yeah. yesterday in particular, and game three as well, 
was an abomination, heavily favoring New yeah. York. On the post-game show, G came out and essentially said, Jared Allen's unplayable. Unplayable. He's like, I, w- I wouldn't even start him in game five. I would go wow, small. That's a, that's a, that's a he said, I would go small, put Mobley at the five, put an extra guard in. I'm just curious how you guys what extra look at guard? that matchup. I mean, what are they going to do? They got no... He said Jason's Rubio. right. They just don't have it. He said Rubio. I'm just, that's what G said the on the sti- post-game show yesterday. Mikey, the style, they, the style they play is counteractive to how – the style the Knicks play is counteractive and counterproductive to how the, the Strongsters and Cavaliers. Uh, Mobley and Jared are uh, good defenders when they have space. The Knicks have limited the space inside. They're banging bodies. They're, they're pushing him off the block. They're, 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 they're not strong. I mean, they're not – Herculean dudes, they're not. So all they're doing is getting smashed by Hartenstein. They're getting smashed by Randall right. and getting smashed by Mitchell. Rock. That's those the only every, difference. Those guys get every big rebound, like every big when, spot. When, those guys. When you the meet rebound. those type of guys, it's mono e mono down yeah, there. Right. You're not getting this glass. You're not. And it's 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 not about technique. It's about the physicality of you're not going to get this ball. And yeah. nobody is afraid to take the ball in the paint against Allen or Mobley. Hey, to to what Brad just said, I have two still shots yeah. from yesterday. I, I had to Josh show Allen, you guys. Josh Hart is one of them. Two still shots, no. <laughs> uh, Steve, take take 163 full. Who do you think got this rebound? All right, look at that. Oh, Mitchell Robinson got it. Mitchell Robinson Four. got this easily. Easily. Steve, go, go to the next one, 164. Who do you think got this rebound? Mitchell Robinson. Oh, God. Mitchell Robinson got this rebound easily. Go back to the top. That's up one. Four Cavaliers in the paint around one Mitchell Robinson. Two seven-footers have both stop, feet in the paint. St- stop right there so people know what they're looking at. So the shot is going up on the glass. You see the ball around the rim. Yeah. Jared Allen's already inside the hash circle, right? That's before Mitchell Robinson even got a good body on him. So what, by the time he hits him, as light as Jared is, Jared's going to be under that basket. That ball probably going to come out just out in front of the basket. And you got Karis Levert right there. He's going to get it. That, but what's Mobley doing? I mean, he's just standing well, there but, all alone. Like but I he's thought. on the other side of yeah. that comes back this way. Right. Robinson's going to snatch that ball. Yeah. So you he have did. to meet Robinson. Jared Allen has to be outside that hash. And sometimes, Jason, you know the deal. It's just a strength game down here. Yeah. It's who low man wins. That's what it is. And, Brad, will you break down the next one, too, for everyone? Steve, you go to 164 and put that in the box with Brad. Uh, breakdown, this shot's from the corner, Josh Hart. How in the world does Robinson end up with this? So, you got, that looks like Danny Green down there. Is that Danny Green? Yes. Danny Green, too light to handle Mitchell Robinson. And then look at Evan. Evan's standing straight up like a stick, right? So, all he got to do is tap him, and he's going to go backwards, right? There's nobody, at least Danny Green is trying to get low and get leverage. Is that Jarrett closing out to the shooter? Yeah. It is Jarrett closing out to the shooter, correct? Yeah, because I remember that they swung that to Hart. He busted out the side. But see, you somebody's got to put a body on Mitchell Robinson. Now, Danny Green is trying to put a body on. Everybody's got to say, no, you're not getting this ball. So, you basically, you have to get down there and fight them. <laughs> right. And if you don't fight them, guess what? They get hungrier. Isn't they, that what rebounding is all about? Well, want to? well so it's technique and snatching. Yeah. But the playoffs is different. Yeah. The things that the Cavaliers do well are counteracted by what the Knicks do. The Knicks on the Knicks front line gonna play hard and hit you hard. That's all they're gonna do, right? They're not real big skilled guys, right? Right. But if you allow them to do that, Mitchell Robinson looks like he does. Yeah. Hardest ain't looking like a champ out here. I like this dude. He's a big body. I like this dude. To your point, 2016, teams were putting sending two and three guys to Tristan Thompson. Yeah. To try and keep him off the glass. He right. was so dominant. He was awesome. rebounding defensively, switching on to guys. 
he was such a nuisance to teams rebounding that I can show you footage of teams sending two and three guys to what Brad is saying. I don't know who's going to get the rebound, but it ain't going to be you. That ain't going to be you. And Tristan wasn't even... And that. he was still getting them. And see, and see, and see the problem here is to JV's point. JV has nobody to go to to counteract yeah. it, right? I, the Cavs, I mean, the Cavs Because you need another big body. Well, the Donovan Mitchell trade made obviously a ton of sense. It still does. It does. But, but in the end, it feels like the Cavs are stuck in this it spot. It out the cupboards. And, the and, and, and what are you going to do? Like, even if you trade a Jared Allen, what are you getting for him? You're not trading Jared Allen. We better not be trading Jared. You, you need some pieces, but the pieces you need to find, they're not coming to you in trade because you have no trade value. Your pieces until you get some more capital, maybe some years, right? Are going to be a couple things: the ex- uh, free agent exception, the uh, what's it, the um, mid-level exception, mid-level exception, which they have whether or not they resign Levert. Mid- the mid-level, exception, mid-level exception, and then off the scrap heap, Carmelo Anthony scrap heap, Tristan Thompson scrap heap, and I said they're, they're not long, long-term solutions, but that's what you have available to you yeah. today. Otherwise, you go into a playoff series with just what you have, and now every gaping hole you have in a yeah. playoff game is now exposed. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it feels like the now the Cavs have done, you know, obviously with with Darius Garland and Mobley, they've done good with their high picks there. Yeah, right. They did with Kyrie. They did with LeBron going further. It feels like other teams kind of hit on an occasional second round pick, or even a free agent guy. And like the Cavs, outside of Delhi. Well, I disagree. Okay. I actually think that they've done a nice job. I know he's not playing out because he can't shoot. And I'm going to say it again, shooting, 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 shooting in the playoffs. Lamar Stevens is the guy that they found and developed and turned him into a useful piece. Dean Wade but he's can't not, get on the floor. If he can't play, he's not useful. Yes, I know. But you still have to get through 82 yeah. games of regular season. You still have to identify these guys. They have done a better job more recently of doing that than mm-hmm. they ever did in the past because Delhi was the only one for a number of years right, that right, right. you could say that they identified. I will argue to the death. It's no longer. You have to have a top five pick to find talent in the NBA. You can find talent. The NBA is more of a worldwide game than ever before. Mm-hmm. Right. It's a global game and you, there's only two rounds. You can find guys and you can develop them and you can turn them into useful pieces. Um, and so I do think that they've done a little bit better job of that. It's hard. It's not easy. It's hard. Yeah, but you can find guys. And I think that they've done a decent job. I know they're not helping them in this series. Right. And I'll go back to one other thing. And I love G. He, we know how emotional he gets and overreactionary he yeah. gets and stuff like this. But I did have a personnel guy as I was driving in. I was talking yeah. to a personnel guy on another team who said, why don't they bring Jared off the bench and space the floor? Just clear it out. Really? He said, there's too many big bodies right now and there's no driving lanes. And I said, they can't find five guys to start. Where are you going to find let, six? So, so, if so. they had, if they go back to the 2016, the one championship, yeah. they had shooters all over the place, spread the floor and create <laughs> right. driving lanes for, yeah. for two so, dribble penetration guys in LeBron and Kyrie. You have that now with Darius and Donovan, two uh, dribble penetration guys open the floor. The problem is they don't have anybody else in order to do that. They don't have any other, they don't have a Channing Fry. They don't have a Kyle Korver. They don't have these guys Kevin who can, Love. Kevin Love, yeah. who can stand and shoot. All you need to do is set your feet. Channing Fry was deadly. If his feet, if his feet yeah. are set, and you get him the ball in yeah. open space, he's going to hit it every time. So, so, yeah. so, a personnel guy tells you, take Jared out the game so we can space the floor. Space the floor for who? To create offense. They're for not who? even scoring. They're all going to do is double your two top dudes. That's all they've been doing the last two games. So who would start? So who's going to get the well, shot? That's why I'm saying they don't yeah. have anybody. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Have, in so, theory, yeah. it works. So I'm just in saying, theory, your, your right, personnel right. guy. had another no, guy. I'm he, just saying. But, but theory, he's talking in theory that makes no sense because right, right. we're where we are, right? 
We are what we but are. It's a, it's, they won a championship playing that way in 2016. Yeah, but those dudes are gone. Shoot, I know that, <laughs> but, the, but the philosophy still stands oh, listen. of put four shooters, put shooters around right. the floor. It, they don't have it, so they just screwed. But, but that's why I keep saying shooting, yeah. shooting, shooting, yeah. shooting. So, so can so, they get so these guys have, this You have to go so let's, find let's, shooting. Let's yeah. flip this around because yeah. I, I, I live in the real world. The real world is Wednesday is coming. What are we doing on Wednesday? Yeah. To get because we have to just win one. I can't look at the three. Can right. I win one? All right, one of the Jason, time. you think we can win one? At home, yeah. All right, so how do you win one? Donovan and Darius. And it's one. time to earn the so contract. So let me ask you this. Do you go back to see because I, I, I felt like this. I felt like putting Levert in the lineup screwed him up. Right? Because he had settled into a role off the bench. He right. knew when he was coming in. And sometimes he was playing against second tier dudes mm -hmm. and he was he was getting so his, you want to put a coral back he, in the starting line. I, I say go back to that right okay. and say okay not that you play a coral many minutes, but you put everybody in a space where they were comfortable because it looked like when they got to New York, they were very uncomfortable with what they were doing right? right and so but you I don't know if not as you made the commitment you can uncommit it now. I mean yeah. if you've started a coral now you have three defenders in the lane, right? <laughs> but I hear yeah, I, I, listen to me on this right? It's about getting the others comfortable. You, your, your two top people are uncomfortable, right? They're uncomfortable right now, right? They can't win even game five unless those two guys are great. That's what I'm saying. Right? So, so here, Isaac at least showed me yesterday that he was like, I didn't care that he was missing shots in the corner. He wasn't scared. Right. And at this point, the Knicks are like, you ever been to a, a, a thing where somebody said, a bully looks at you and says, "Oh, you're not gonna push me back. I'm gonna keep pushing. I'm gonna just keep pushing." Yeah, right. That's right. what happened. Yeah. And every and the thing about it, everybody saw it. I was in Lowe's yesterday after the game. Yeah. The guy was like, he he said, "That's what happened to him." Now, if the regular person off the street can see it, right? If you yeah. look at the videotape, you some things in this business you can't run away from. I tell you what, Doug Collins would have done for me and done for us in Chicago. If we was getting pushed up on the goal, we'd have went into the next day because you're not practicing. You're going to see some film. They had to loop that film so quick where everybody getting pushed on the goal. I don't care who you are, Jordan, whoever, or me, whoever. Run it back. Run it back. Run it back. Oh, look at you. Look at you. That's how you let them do you? That's how you let them do you? You're going to do anything about it? And that's how they would put you on front street to be like. So, to that point, you're saying it's all about pride, right? This is what if we are. Going, if they get their ass kicked at home in game five, Where's the pride? Where's the heart? Where's the toughness? Here, this this how this how sick it is. Jace, did you see the video? The Knicks won on Friday night, right? Mm -hmm. The euphoria amongst the Nick faithful out in the subway. I was like, you act like you want to check. It was weird. I was like, what They're is going this? Bananas. <laughs> the I mean, they've had. It's like the Browns. They've had nothing. So that tells you. That nothing. tells you this. They don't believe it themselves. Yeah, they're shocked. The, the people. The, the, the part. The that, people. Of New York, uh, like they hate the Knicks ownership. They hate the organization. They love the team, but right. they kind of hate the team. Of well, it's yeah. the Browns. It's the same thing. Yeah, here. yeah, right. They've had no success for 20, 25 years. Yeah. They hate the owners. They win one playoff game and they lose their minds. Right. It's the same thing yeah. as Cleveland. It was crazy. I was like, really? This is what you're doing? Yeah. Stephen A. was going crazy on the team. Is Isaiah Hartenstein the Baker Mayfield of the Knicks? <laughs> Hartenstein, Hartenstein. Get it together. I don't know. Let's talk about some other NBA playoff games. Before we do that, yeah. I have to tell you what the internet poll has told us, and Anthony's being a slacker, and he's upstairs, so I have to change the monitors yeah. by myself, so give me a sec to get on PC airfoils. 
Because if you're looking for a job with career advancement and great benefits, well, PCC Airfoils is the leading manufacturer in Northeast Ohio. All locations of PCC Airfoils in Eastlake, Menor, Wycliffe, and Minerva are hiring for all positions starting at $18 and up. Plus, full benefit packages, paid time off, and a signing bonus. You can apply online at precast.com slash careers nice. to learn more. We put a poll up in the YouTube chat. Yeah. Who is most to blame for the Game 4 loss? And with close to 300 votes, Mitchell came in with 50%. Only 50? That'd be my vote. The Cavs front I, court had 27 Bickerstaff, 20. Darius Garland, 2%. So Mitchell I'd takes the cake more in on that Darius. poll. I'd, I'd have him more than second 2%. second at 27%? The Cavs front court. The combination. Is it, well, how much the Darius? Darius had 2%. Oh, 2%. I'd, I'd pump that up a little I bit. Mean, but if I had to pick one, it would be Donovan. But it has to be. I don't know how you can vote for anybody but Donovan Mitchell. We do have two Garland super chats I want to read, too, based on the Cavs. Both yeah. from Brody's bottom line. He says Jared Allen had four rebounds. Four. And then he asked us, please stop playing Rubio. Please. So. I'm with you there. I'm yeah. with you. Well, you know, you know. Sometimes coaches get, you know, they're loyal to their people, right? You and said, how would you, how do you play Wednesday? They're not, he's not going to do this. He's loyal to Isaac. Yeah. I play seven guys. I start Danny Green, bring Jetty, and uh, Karras off the bench, right. and that's it. That's yeah. how they that, they cooked him in game two, playing seven guys. I go back to those seven, and and that's it. Well, you should do that. And that's all you all right. play all right. until you're eliminated, which yeah. will probably be Friday. Uh, let's go around the NBA real quick. Yeah. Some other fantastic series going Got on. The Kings, Kings Warriors, Warriors. Unbelievable. Did you guys see the end of this game, by the way? I saw it. Harrison yeah. Barnes had a great look at that yeah. final shot. And what's amazing about that game was the, the, the announcers were talking about this. Like, the Kings were rushing some shots, and they mm. were right. But the Warriors, the most seasoned of teams, Steph Curry calls a timeout when they had none left. Yeah. The, the game, if he doesn't call a timeout, the game's over. They were up four with the ball. Instead, they got a technical. Kings got a technical free throw and the ball, mm. so they cut it to one. Then Curry rushed his last shot. I was stunned by that. They still hold on. He still made some big shots down the stretch. And Draymond Green, I, I'm not a Draymond Green fan, but man, the defense he played he on play Sabonis. Well. He stripped him. He blocked him. I mean, he he's just Tip, incredible. Typically, after the Draymond gets into any incident, he always seems to play well the very next. Yeah, year. he was. But great. what you're looking at here is the the Warriors. Yeah, this is the last of the Warriors. This is the last thing. You think they're going to lose the series? No, I'm just saying this oh, year. This, this is the last. last you can see the wheels coming off. Yes. Yes, they're coming off. Will they win this series? What do you guys think? I don't know. I'm going to tell you what. The King. I, I thought they'd have beat the Kings, right? Just because I'm experienced. They yeah. they have been around Kings. Ever. The Kings won't seem to go away. They don't seem to go away at all. Fun so series. now, now you're going to be the best of three. Could be two games in, in Sacramento. Yeah. It is two games in two Sacramento. Games in and mind you. No, 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 no. Because if, if, if somebody win the next two games, it could only be true. one game in Sacramento. True, true. But <laughs> I'm saying if they play three, two are in Sacramento. And yeah. on the season, the wildest stat in the entire NBA is the reigning champion Warriors went 11 and 30 on the road. 11 they and did? 30. Yeah. Yes. That's pretty bad. How are they so bad? How is a team like I can understand a team like the Cavs? Yeah, a bunch of injuries, a bunch of things going on. Uh, I guess, but yeah, and if they didn't play, you know, I don't know. This so, is, so I, I hope it goes seven. I see. It's fun I see. To watch. Here, I thought Mike John, Mike Brown had done a, a masterful job uh, in Sacramento. Yeah, I was glad he didn't kill Keegan Murray, right? Because that was <laughs> that was hanging on the string. I like him on dude. He's just a rookie. Why are yeah. you trying to Why are you trying to hang him out the drive, Mike? Don't hang him out the drive. <laughs> Give him a chance. He can help you. And he responded a little bit yesterday, yeah. right? So, uh, playoffs are a funny thing. Jason knows this. It's a different atmosphere. Yeah, it's right? amazing. And if, and you only get better by being in it and having some success 
but you only get success after you fail a little bit. Yeah. I'll tell you, for all the yeah. talk about Donovan and Darius not stepping up in life, De'Aaron Fox, you'd never know it was his first playoff oh, series. Yeah. Right. And, and not only that, the Cavs are playing the Schleppy Knicks. Right. They're playing the Golden State the Warriors, and Fox has been incredible. Like, yeah. his stature is... That was yeah. my man said in New York. He's like, y'all losing to... We losing to the Knicks. Yeah. To the Knicks. And Fox has had a lot of questions about him up to this point. Not he's been anymore. A, he's been a good player. Need yeah. him to yeah. find that. I'm assuming year. if they win the series, those questions are gone, right? Oh, I mean, I, I'm I'm pulling for Mike, you know. Oh, I want them to win. Yeah, I, big time. I went and spent time with Mike. I talked about it on the show. Went to the yeah. story on him. Went up to Detroit when they were in town up there. Yeah. I think he's a fantastic coach who got screwed here and yeah. in L.A., and it really hurt his reputation. He's also gotten better, though. He has right? gotten I mean, better. He's gotten, absolutely. Absolutely. He's gotten better. He's, gotten he's better. a better coach now than he was. Golden State helped the, him the year sitting, The year sitting yeah. second in, in, on the chair and learning how, Kerr, to, yeah. how to work it, you could tell from the, his demeanor now that he had oh, a yeah. different dude. Yeah, yeah. I, t- I don't remember if we were talking about it last week here or not, where Mike used to have like this chart and everything he wants to accomplish in practice, and if it takes – Three and a half hours, so be it. We got to get through this list, and we right. got to get everything done. And he shows up at Golden State, and Steve would walk out on the floor and go, "So what do you want to do today?" Yeah. And Mike was like, "What?" Like we. <laughs> and Mike came to learn, "Hey, this is for me. This ain't for them. I feel good about myself if we make it through all this list." Right. But they don't necessarily need all that. So yeah. he really learned. He learned the personal connection the, side of it. There's some insecurity in yeah. that, right? You, you, you got to follow your formula here to a T. And probably from Steve, if Steve picked it up from Phil and. So you have to have a feel for this yes. game. Yes. It's a feel for, we're doing yeah. nothing today. Yeah. Coming to practice Chicago, we're not doing nothing yep. today. Y'all go on and go home. What? Mm-hmm. Go home. Out of here. Oh, for real? I'm out of here. Yep. Right? And so that's how, that's what you learn from experience. Right. And I'm going to just tell you this now. I sit here because I'm driving in here. Boy, they killing JB on the radio. Killing him on the radio. I'm like, it's not all, everybody's learning here. He learning. Yeah. Right, sure. and the toughest place <laughs> I tell people all the time, Jason knows this. That garden is hard; it's hard to maneuver. I tried saying that last week and <laughs> yeah. got shouted down. Uh, yeah. It's hard to freaking maneuver unless you've been in it, right? Man, it feels like I, I know in general in the NBA it's gotten crazy where the fans are basically on the court, but it seems like in New York. I can't even te- tell where the players are on the bench. Well, they are. It's always, it, feels like, it feels like the coach is standing in the middle of fans. It, it's, always, it's always been like that. But yeah. I, I would tell you this. The other thing I find out. The Knicks. You know they flying everybody in? Larry Johnson. They flew, uh, Ron Harper. He yeah. was there. John Starks was they there. Flew, they, so, so Starks had an automobile, uh, car dealership in New York. Right. So uh, right, right, right. he so was he there. Have, but but yeah. see, they're, they're bringing everybody back. Yeah. So it's not just like they walked into the garden. I was like, I wonder, are we, are we bringing Halle Berry back? Are we bringing back all the Cleveland people back? Right. That was, see, yeah. that's what they do to build that mystique. But again, it's first time in 10 years. They, right. they haven't won a playoff series in 10 years. They haven't had any real success in 30 it's years. Ewing. Yeah. Uh, a couple other things real quick. Uh, Minnesota, sir, somehow, I, you, you would think they wanted to just go home, but they won it overtime. I was listening to that game. I, 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 I didn't watch it. I watched it. it. I watched oh, it. Oh, you did? I watched it. I can't were get into surprised that. I can't they, get into yeah, that I mean, series. I, that they won that game? Well, here, I thought they were going down. Barkley and Shaq were talking about this is a boring game. I'm yeah. going to watch the hockey game doing, yeah. doing the TNT broadcast. Yeah. And I tell you what, who really took over? Anthony Edwards is a player. Yeah. He's a freaking player. And so the, the thing that Minnesota misses is, they don't really have a marquee person. 
Mm. And Minnesota's a different type of town because I played there a couple of years, right? Yeah. It's a different town. And but their faithful were there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was just glad to see they didn't get swept because it's very easy to throw your hands up and say, I'm going on vacation. Right, yeah. So now that don't mean they're going to win in Denver right. the next no, day. No, it's a gentleman's sweep. Right, gentleman's right. sweep. Right. Philly obviously swept Brooklyn over the weekend. Um, Boston went up 3-1 on Atlanta. The Lakers, the Lakers up 2-1 on Memphis. And Dylan Brooks just – That I went mean, about how we thought it would. Sure it did. No, it didn't. No, hold on, hold on, hold yeah. on. I know gambling is a, a big thing. Vegas knows something because after Dylan Brooks said, I don't respect anyone unless you score 40 on me, LeBron's point total for game three was like 27 and a half, which felt like the biggest gimme of all time. And then he only plays like three quarters because they blew him out and he scores 26 and a half, and I lose right. a lot of money. It's BS. You just they said have he script. scored 26 and a half. I needed to score literally one more point to win. I hear you. It was one under. Yeah. I needed to play the whole four, or essentially the whole fourth quarter because they were up so big. Yeah. So it didn't go exactly how we thought, but never, never poked Well, it was like what, that. 35 to 9? That's about how I thought it would go. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. It, it, but, I mean, hey, credit to Ja for shooting him back oh, into here, the here, game. here, here, here. Like, so, he made it interesting the last – Ja Morant came out. He was nervous. Did, he was nervous about that hand. By the end of that game – If that was a 49 the, or 50-minute game the – The Lakers have a problem the next game because yeah. he, like – Tonight. I, yeah, yeah. He, I, uh, um, I, I do. Wait. I gotta give LeBron James some credit here, because during the warm up before they tip, he went right over to Dylan Brooks yep. and said a few words, and I, and I was like, "Is that LeBron doing that? Is he doing that?" And you know what I found interesting about that? Every time he talks to a player on the court, what's he do? He, he goes like this. Yeah. Yeah. Not that day. Uh-uh. He wanted people to know, like he's not gonna tell you what he said. But he knows where the cameras are, and he knew the cameras were going to find him. And he wanted the cameras to find out what he said. He didn't cover anything. It was straight. You talk too much. You're a fool. Shut up and do your job. Yeah. And I was like, mm. and Dylan Brooks looks awful. Well, he it's and first, now he now he talk about people are making me out to be the villain. Yeah, no, no you no, did it to no, yourself. No, you're, yeah. no, you're you the did villain. It to yourself. <laughs> did we hit every series? What, what did we not hit on? No, no, we hit every series. That oh, was Bucks Miami. Oh, yeah, yeah, Bucks Miami, Giannis which is now 2-1. Like- Giannis will play tonight, yep. according okay. to reports. But. And Oladipo, he just can't catch a break, can he? He's, yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. Yeah. He's had that his whole career. Did he tear that? He tore it. Uh, yeah, yeah. He, I didn't see it. He tore I, it. I said as soon as he grabbed it, he yeah. like, because when they went to go get him, yeah. he said, we'll help you. No, 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 no. no. Don't get me up. Go he ahead, he knew what it was. We're going to talk a little Browns now here in a sec, but as always, our Browns talk is brought to us by our good friends over at Lincoln Electric. They are hiring for great jobs, experts in the manufacturing and welding field. Check them out at Lincoln Electric. But Go ahead, you finished that? No, that's it. Lincoln Electric. We love it. By the way, I was reminded this weekend by my son, I forgot about this, that my one of my son's good buddies, his mom is uh, in management at Lincoln Electric. I never put the put it together. So, I don't I don't know if she even realizes that she's sponsoring the show I'm on. But anyway, real real quick before we get to the Browns, just a bizarre stat from the NHL this weekend. I know we don't usually pay attention to the NHL. So there are eight NHL hockey games this weekend, Saturday, Sunday. The road teams went 8-0. I, I couldn't and, even tell and you And that happens in hockey more often. Well, I was going to ask you because yeah. I, I legitimately, I couldn't even tell you how many people are on the ice at one time. Right. But does, <laughs> but does hockey have, it feels like it wouldn't have quite a home field advantage because of the glass and everything else. Certainly not what NBA, what the, what the home court advantage no, feels like. It's not like football or basketball. And yeah. It's more like baseball. It's unpredictable. It yeah. But still, to, for the road teams to go 8-0, eight eight no, including unusual. four overtime games, 
is kind of bizarre. Now, it, it, um, anyway, most most all their and, and by the way, until yesterday when it was game four, all eight of their first round series had been two one after three games. There was no team up three zero. I would like to get into hockey. It is. You I know, would playoff like hockey. Playoff is hockey elite. is good stuff. Yeah, elite. It's like basketball. The regular season, eh? Playoffs, great. I, I'm like, gonna I'm gonna adopt the Golden Knights as my team. <laughs> they won a championship recently. I'm, I'm adopting you and the, Anthony. I do like. It's the only other New York team I like a little. Like I mean, I kind of like the Rangers. I They're was, in Vegas. The Rangers. No. No, you said the. I'm sorry. I yeah, misunderstood yeah. what you said. No, I'm no, sorry. No. So I'm rooting for the Rangers uh, to win the Stanley Cup. By the way, a Canadian team has not won the Stanley Cup in like 30 years. It's gonna has been 30 we, years. We, I don't know. If it's exactly, took, it might be 29 or something. We took like that. that over too. We took that from them too. Right. It's been. I think it's been close to 30. And the Toronto Maple Leafs, who were like one of the original yeah. franchises, yes. I think they've won one playoff series in like 20 years, something like. I that. I will confirm. You're right. It's been forever since they've Man. won a cup. Since the 60s, I believe, since they've won a cup. Yeah. Since a playoff series, I think it's. Almost two decades. I'll double check. No, no, it can't be the 60s because Gretzky didn't one up in uh, no, 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 Toronto. No, Toronto. Like, like, yeah, Toronto I, I believe it was the early 90s. The was last the Oilers, time. The Edmonton Oilers, right? The last Canadian yeah. team to win a, a Stanley Cup. That's amazing. But the, the Leafs fans in Toronto They're, are but not off the, yeah. and they always choke in the play. They're right. up in their first oh, round yeah. series. Right. They're it's up two Leafs, games. The Leafs one. are way more. I will than the double Raptors. check. It's not even close. Oh yeah, yeah, it's huge. It is. I'll double check the Canadian facts while you guys are talking Browns in a sec. But I I do want to set this up, though, just because you guys may not think this is as big of a deal. It's not even a big deal, but this this kind of struck me the wrong way. Uh, Our good friend Mary Kay, who is on top of everything Browns, wrote an article this weekend that after day two of the voluntary uh, workouts, Miles Garrett spoke, and she asked him, quote, what's kind of your theme? What's your personal theme for the upcoming year? And this is Miles' exact quote to Mary Kay Cabot. His theme is, quote, have some fun. It's been up and down for a while. This last year had its ups and downs. I feel like my career here has had its ups and downs, but got to make the most out of things. Got to be grateful, especially with everything that's going on in the world, everything that's happening from day to day. I don't have an issue with what he's saying in totality, but I do have an issue with, and issue's a very strong word. Maybe it's not an issue, but Mm. I want Miles Garrett to have a different personal mind. I want it to be like, I want to kill quarterbacks. That's right. I want right, to. I want to destroy opposing offensive lines. Have some fun. Just it doesn't feel right that you're intimidated Mike is fired on defense. Up about this I guy. see he is. He's angry. He's pissed off. He thinks well, Miles Garrett's soft. That's what he's alluding. Well, to. that's that's well, you're whoa, alluding whoa, whoa, to whoa, Miles whoa, whoa, Garrett whoa. being soft. I just not? think I want to have my the, the scariest guy in the field should not just want to have some fun. Does anybody care uh, upset about this statement? No, because here cause yeah. I'll say it because I know you want to you're going to get you gonna put the capper on it. Yeah, let me just say this. So when you're when you're an athlete, you know, things can get mundane. Yeah, they can go when you're not having success. It can just be like punching the clock going to work. Right. And most people who success succeed at their jobs. They love being there because they love what they do. So my, what I took from that was my care said, listen, I, you, you have to remember, I got to enjoy myself. I got to have right. some fun in order to succeed at a high level. I have to have some fun. Yeah, that's all I took it as. I didn't take it as anything more than that. Right. Yes. And I said, listen, go have some fun and do your thing. Because when he's that's playing right. at a loose level, he's going to get loose. But if you're going to, to a mentality like I'm just punching the clock, I got two hours to get in here, yeah. or three hours to get in here, and then I'm out of here. That's not what you want to happen. You know what's fun? Winning. That's yeah. Right. Winning That's is right. a lot of fun. Yeah. And I think, I know, like, Miles was incredibly frustrated last year. He was incredibly frustrated with how last year went. Yeah. 
it just felt like same old Browns, you know, missed the playoffs again. Yeah. And I'll tell you, and I, I mean, I, we listen, we love Joe. Joe Thomas is on the show. I have the utmost respect for Joe. Yeah. I'm just telling you, Miles Garrett is not going to be Joe Thomas. He's not going to spend his entire career at a place that doesn't win playoff right. games. That mm-hmm. doesn't get to the postseason. He's, I, I, my sense is, if they don't turn around this year, he wants out after this year. I, I, I can't just, I can't argue that. Yeah, I mean, we'll see, but hopefully we don't have to find out because yeah. hopefully they'll win. Yeah. I, listen, I get what he's saying, right? As you said, I, I, the other day, this is maybe a bad example, but I'll give it anyway. We were doing batting practice with the kids. And my son, the first time up, I was coaching him hard. I'm like, come on, come on, timing's off, blah, blah, blah. And he was swinging and missing a lot. And then he came up for a second round of BP, and I just said, have fun. And he hit the ball Mm -hmm. because he relaxed a little bit. Mm -hmm. So I get that. I think Miles Garrett is one of, if not the most physically gifted player I've ever seen in my life. Without a doubt. His his body, his strength, his all of that is a 10 out of 10. I mean, he is a physical. If you if you had to say a perfect, if, if somebody, if an alien came down from Mars and said, "Show me the perfect physical specimen of a human being," you could easily pick Miles Garrett to point to. I, and and I don't care. And, and having fun is great. I will say there's a little part of me, and I will admit this may not be fair. I am not a football player. I didn't even play in high school. I could be way off on this. But I have, a, have always had a sense, not always, in the last couple of years, there's a sense that Miles Garrett is just not mean enough or nasty enough or whatever it is, that there's a little piece that's just missing from Miles Garrett and that that's why he may be the third or fourth best defensive lineman in the league, which is great, and not the best. Because when I look at his physical talent, I say there should be nobody better than this guy. He should be making an impact all the time. And in fairness, some of those other guys have better talent around them. He has not had good talent around him. But I feel like there is still most most NFL players, you'd be thrilled if you got this production. But with Miles Garrett, there's all-time great level that I still think he can reach and I don't know if he will because I don't think he has that nastiness meanness. I, that may be unfair. I could be wrong. I fully admit that. Maybe that, maybe he has it, and I just don't see it. I'm not in that locker room. I don't know. But that is a sense I've had for a couple of years. What do you guys think? Is that fair or unfair? I don't know about meanness, but I do feel like there's there's another gear in there that we don't always see. Right. And I don't know why. And it just feels, and part of it maybe just the culture around him. You know, I. All right. I, I don't know, but it does feel at times like there is nobody on the football field who should be able to block him. Right, ever. ever. Now, if you're sending two and three guys at him, okay. Yeah. But one-on-one, no one should ever be able to block him. What if, you, what if he was in a situation where the team was elite? I think he'd be more motivated. Yeah. Is, I, that, I, I is think, it motivation? I, I think a lot it? of it is that, you know, sometimes they say in sports you can play down to the level that's surrounding you. That's right? true. Right? Yeah. It takes you down a couple levels. What if he was playing at a, a defensive clip that the defense was hitting on all notes? What would he look like? What would he look like as a Steeler or a Patriot? Uh, that's kind of where I go. Right. There, I mean, it's only human nature to think I can give everything I have, I can break my body in half, right. and what good is it going to do? Right. I, I, do, I do think that creeps in at some point. Right. I mean, I just it, it, it feels like 
that the other elite defensive linemen make more of an impact consistently than Miles Garrett. And, you know, you look at the PFF grades and they're always the best. So, you know, I don't know, but I don't have a problem with the statement itself. I get what he's trying to say. Um, And and again, maybe it's unfair because Miles Garrett is so good and he's probably on track to be a Hall of Famer. But he is absolutely right. And and I just but I just want to I want him to just dominate all the time. And it's the domination is a little seems a little inconsistent for a player of his talent. And I'm and I don't say that sometimes I hate to say, oh, the guy's so physically gifted because it makes it seem like he didn't work hard. He's physically gifted because he has worked his ass. You don't look like Miles Garrett physically unless you've worked your ass off on your body every day of your life. I don't take that away from him. I appreciate it. Listen, I think I appreciate I appreciate Miles Garrett being in the garden. Yeah. Yes. Supporting the Cavaliers. I do appreciate that. So I I look at it like this. This is a make or break year for the Browns. 100%. This is it. Yes. Right? Everybody Everybody going all in. So that means players go all in. Coaches got to go all in. The ownership's got to go all in because this is it. This is it. Because to your point, Jason, if it don't go well this year, it's going to be a whole lot of people screaming, oh. let me up out of here. Yep. Yep. I, I, there's a good chance. If this season goes south, Barry, good chance he's fired. Stefanski, good chance he's fired. Mm-hmm. Miles may want out. They may decide to move on from Nick Chubb because they're like, we got to start over. They're going to start over. And I, I mean, don't. I don't know how you start over with a two hundred thirty million dollar quarterback. I don't, yeah, I don't know. That's how you start. The, well, that's going to be. That's you. That's why I say it's, it's you, a total disaster. You if should they have be a putting, season. You should be putting all your capital in to make sure. Yeah. Because here, even if it goes south, he got to look good, right? Right. Well, that, if he plays to the level we all know he's capable of, then the Browns won't be. Because big. you got to always boo. You, you always yeah. got to have an extra strategy. Yeah. Can I move him? Well. Uh, not if he doesn't play well. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, if, if Deshaun Watson plays anything close to what he did last year, which I don't think will be the case. Uh, I think we, uh, we sunk. But if the Browns are sunk, sunk. beyond sunk. sunk, they're screwed, completely screwed. On the other hand, for years, if for years, on the other hand, if he plays like the guy we saw in Houston, the Browns should be a good team. And at the very least, should be in the playoff hunt, if not a legitimate playoff. So what, what are they going to do? Because I see this thing about what are they going to do with Kareem Hunt? He's not coming back. It, it's over. I saw Arthur. They were touring around with it. Again. It's, what's yeah. he, he was asked specifically. Barry was asked specifically at the press conference about Kareem. He, what's he going to say? <laughs> we don't want him back. Yeah. He, I, he answered it the way he has to. Kareem Hunt's not coming back. I, I think I look. I mean, I haven't heard a single rumor involving Kareem Hunt. Neither have I. Until this. That, you know, what does that tell you? All the screaming and hollering that a lot of people on this set did about not get me. Kareem more. In, I not know me. not you. <laughs> get Kareem more involved. Get Kareem more involved. Get Kareem touches. Well, nobody in the league wants him right now. Nope. Now, I think well, it's uh, I think is that, is that, be, is that, is that because the Browns devalued him? No, I think I think teams are feel like they're smarter. Every team feels like it's smarter than every other team. And and, and if they thought there was value there, he would have been signed I, by now. I think what we all know too is teams generally would rather have rookie running backs sure. than veteran running backs. The way the way the scales playing out yeah. now, yeah, I and, get it. And and it's a position where your shelf life of excellence is very short did generally. You, did you see this thing on CJ Stroud? What what specifically? He's falling in the draft. Did you I see that? I don't know if I buy that. Yeah, I don't. Did you pay see attention. why? The the test was yeah it the, the test? cognitive test yeah. the yeah. S two test yeah, yeah. I oh, forgot what they called it they, they did away with the wonderlick now they're doing this thing 
Why did that? Why those scores shouldn't be leaking out? I thought it was coming to the guy that the, 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 it was a, a GM guy, quiet GM. They so they say. No, well, they they released the test scores. It's not not leaked. They, have there been some them. good quarterbacks that have done badly in this test? They said, Mikey, they said he had an 18. He got an 18. Yeah, he. I'll get you all the scores. He had an 18. It, it's it's a lot to be made out of nothing. Have there been some great quarterbacks that have gotten bad scores? No. The thing is, it's a new test, so they don't go. It doesn't oh. go back very far. Well, how many years they've been doing it? Just I don't know. But here's here's the S2 cognitive results. Bryce Young got a 98. Right. Jake Hayner, who I've never heard of, got a 96. Will Levis got a 93. Uh, Anthony Richardson got a 79. Hendon, Hendon Hooker got a 46. And Stroud got an 18. Oof, that so. sounds bad. So, have there been any of the good quarterbacks the last couple of years? Have they gotten low grades or we don't know? Uh, I'll look into it. But real quick, this is a quote from an NFL executive yeah. on the Cognitive S2 test. Quote. Here we go. If you get a high score as a quarterback, it's not saying you're going to be a great player. But if you get a low score, it's 100%. None of the quarterbacks that have gotten a low score became good players. That was the quote. From that's the, the guy that was in the article that was quoting right, saying right. that probably. Yeah. yeah, that's the one. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, he said I, that's why Stroud is falling like a rock. You know, I never believe it when I hear guys are falling this time. Yeah, of it's, year. All, it's smoke screen season. I, right? I guess we'll see when the draft actually happens. I'm looking forward to the draft. I know the Browns obviously are not. You know, I doubt they're going to trade up into the first round. No. So we won't see them on Thursday. I do think it's possible with with two thirds, two fourths and two fifths that they could trade into the second yeah. round or maybe even higher up in the third round. I think they're going to be aggressive with those six picks and turn them maybe into four players, right? I could think we can see that. But I'll be I'll be very surprised if they end up back in the first round. Very surprised because you'd have to give up a lot. No, they, you'd have to give up, a, you know, future picks. And, and and when he was leaving the press conference room the other day, Barry even joked, you guys can have Thursday off. You can go to. Yeah, Barry. right. right. Like, they're, they're, they're not, not involved with that. No. I think it will be interesting. Some some veterans like could, could we see Austin Eckler get traded? Could we see, you know, in the next week, uh, Aaron Rodgers, DeAndre Hopkins, uh, Buda Baker of the Cardinals wants right. out too. Yeah, Hop's probably a good candidate right. for a trade or a draft night trade. Yeah, weekend this weekend. And then well, I think Kareem Hunt and Zeke after the draft will probably sign. Right, have to see what shakes out. Right, and mm. the, then you look for an opportunity. They, they're not getting that much money. No, they're not getting any, you know, any no. significant money. Go ahead, Mikey. 